This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Jeremy Wolf. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Good Neighbor Podcast. I am your host, Jeremy Wolf, and today I am sitting here joined by Meredith Dreyfus with Dance Through the Ages, I believe uh, right down the road from me here in Cooper City. Meredith, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Now it's our pleasure, and thanks for our listeners for tuning in to learn more about our great community and the businesses that serve us. So Meredith, please share with us a little bit about Dance Through the Ages, and then we shall proceed from there. Sure. So Dance Through the Ages is a dance studio located actually in Davie, very, very close. Um, and we offer all forms of dance, ballet, tap, jazz, hip hop, lyrical, musical theater, performing arts, drama, everything you can really think of in the performing arts for ages two through adult. We work with everybody. And we also are lucky enough to be in a lot of schools around Broward County. We work with uh, their enrichment programs and offer dance to students during the school day. Interesting. So you get involved with the actual public, the public school system, or is it private school system? Public and private, public and private. Yes. That's cool. I think that's important to bring in outside professionals to schools to learn about the mm -hmm. arts and music and things like that, because yes. uh, so much of yes. what kids are learning in school is focused on all the academia, but there's so much to the other side uh, with the arts and culture and everything. So that's great what you guys are doing. So how long have you had Dance Through the Ages? T talk a little bit about your journey and how you ended up here. Sure. So I started dance when I was three years old and pretty much from the very beginning knew that I wanted to be in the performing arts. And as I grew up in studios and training, I found that I loved performing and being on stage, but I really loved working with kids and teaching and choreographing and those aspects of performing arts. So that's what led me to starting Dance Through the Ages. I started just by going into schools and built the program that way. And then eventually we were able to open our own studio, which was a huge, huge thrilling thing that happened back in 2010. So it's been some time. We started the company actually in 2004. So it's been, it's been a long time and we've been very, very blessed that we have a wonderful, wonderful group of families with us and we're able to offer dance and performing arts to so many children around the county. Caught the bug at the tender age of three years old and oh, yeah. now been doing this for quite some time. And, and I got to say, the, the older yeah. I get, one of the things I've noticed, you know, when you have children, they don't mm -hmm. have a problem expressing themselves. They have no inhibitions mm -hmm. uh, and putting themselves out there is easy. But as you get older Correct. and you get plugged into society, you start worrying about what other people think. And a lot of people shut down. Mm -hmm. Um, and I've experienced that for myself. I, I myself, I play the guitar and I don't have the, the best singing oh, wow. voice, but I, I've just been very apprehensive about letting my guard down and putting myself out there. Uh, it, and, and it's when, so much harder. Yeah. But when, when you are finally able to let go of the outcome and the expectation and really truly not care what other people think, uh, oftentimes that's when the magic happens. And I know that's what you 
I'm sure you strive for uh, with your dance studio and, and kind of helping kids get to a point where later in life, they don't worry about these things. So it's pretty cool. Absolutely. And more and more, we see adults and older teens who haven't danced or maybe danced when they were very young and got away from it, coming back to it. And that's the thing that we help them to overcome that inhibition and that feeling of, I don't know if I'm going to do it right. And I don't know if I can really dance. And what I tell all of them is if you could really, really dance, you wouldn't need us you wouldn't. and you wouldn't have to come here. <laughs> So this is the place you come to learn. You're supposed to not know what to do. And then you come here and then we show you what to do. So it's it's a very special, special job. I feel very blessed that I get to do this every day. Yeah. And there's a fine line, right, between being silly and then actually feeling like a fool. Mm -hmm. And and you have to learn how to not, <laughs> not yeah. care about feeling like – because I, I can't dance either very well. Right. But – when I'm at my best and I don't care, I'll dance and I'll look foolish, but it's fun and people enjoy that's it. That's right. And that's but when you when have I'm, that feeling and that's what matters. Yeah, 100%. So what are some, what are some common myths or misconceptions that folks generally have surrounding your industry and what you do specifically? Well, one of them is like what I just talked about that if you don't get into dance, at a very young age, then it's too late. So it's definitely become way more mainstream with all of the television shows and TikTok and streaming and everything that people are exposed to. Dance seems way more accessible now, yeah. but it's still overcoming that fear of walking into a place where you might be in a room of people that might have a little more experience. But it, that's, that's the thing that we try to get out to everyone, that everybody can have the opportunity to do it. And it's really about, especially now when tensions are so high, people are so stressed. I tell my students, when you walk in, you have to leave everything else at the door and you just experience class for an hour. And 100% of the time you leave feeling 100% better than you did when you walked in. So that's something that we are trying to get out to more and more people as well. It's a very, very good form of stress relief and just helping oh, keep you centered and happy. Yeah, for sure. So 2004, you started mm -hmm. the business and then you opened the studio yes. in 2010? Yes. So yes. prior to us going back a while now, prior to 2004, yeah. what mm -hmm. were you doing before you started the business? I was training and I was working in studios as a teacher, as an assistant director. I was really gaining as much experience as I could so that at the right time, I would be able to go out and, and start my own business. Okay. You got, obviously you got into that. You, you were always involved with that from childhood and always. through school. Yes, it was, just always, the, it was the yes. thing that you were going to do with your life come hell or high water. It was always Right. It was always the thing I was working towards. There were a couple of years, you know, after college where you think, well, maybe I should do this and maybe I should do this. And I would try a couple of other avenues and it would just never feel 100 percent right. This was where I needed to be. So at that time, I just put all my efforts into growing the business. And I was fortunate enough, you know, with the ups and downs, because it's never easy. There's always ups and downs. But we were able to, you know, grow to the point that we're at now. 
So what were what was the biggest or one of the biggest challenges? I know this is going back some time, obviously, but transitioning from um, where you were prior to starting the business to actually starting your own business and becoming an entrepreneur. What were some of the biggest challenges in that process? In the beginning, the the biggest challenge was just deciding if I could do it or not, because there is no real playbook. And a lot of people attempt opening a studio and they close very quickly because students don't just walk through the door magically. So thankfully, in a lot of my training and my prior teaching, I had had some opportunities open up to me in the school system, both public and private. So it took many years, but just by myself and my big boom box and all of my CDs, walking <laughs> into schools, asking if I could give a free demonstration class, doing that hundreds of times, enough times word started to spread and you know, the program was able to grow in the schools. And it took a lot of patience because ultimately I wanted to have my own studio and it took years because I was determined if I was opening, I wasn't closing, I wasn't gonna be another number. So we were able to build enough of a following that I knew if I opened, I would have a base there for me. And then of course, continue in the schools because it's so important. But yeah, it's a lot of ups and downs. You have to just keep reminding yourself when it's not going so well that if it's what feels right, you have to just keep at it. Yeah, positive mental attitude and belief and conviction yep. in oneself will take you to wondrous places. So you mentioned here for our younger listeners, can you maybe uh -huh. explain what a CD is? <laughs> joking, there, joking. You know, my, I know they're, <laughs> they're not, going not to really, be worth actually. money one day. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. Uh, <laughs> I know. That's so funny. So funny. So it's crazy. So what do you like to do for fun when you're not working? Tell us a little bit about your family well, and what you like to do in your downtime. Sure. If you have, if you well, have I'm any. Sure you know <laughs> exactly. When you have your own business, it's 24 seven, yeah. but I'm fortunate enough that my family is a massive part of the business. My husband is always helping and working. My children dance at the studio. My mom helps me run the studio. She's always in the office with me. So I'm very fortunate that it's a, definitely a family affair. Um, my sister-in-law is my co-director. So we're always together. But on downtime, honestly, my favorite thing to do is just rest, decompress, because it's it's 24-7. It really is. And it's a lot of, it's a very active um, career. So it's nice when you can just rest, read a book, watch a movie. Those are the things I look forward to when we're off. You and I have that in common. Mm -hmm. I always say that uh, if I could find a way to monetize my relaxation, yes, I'd be very, very, very well. <laughs> exactly. Or just exactly. teach, like, or just teach people that have a hard time decompressing, that are always mm -hmm. on the go. Teach them how to chill out. I'd be right. Phenomenal. We do that too. <laughs> we offer classes in that too, workshops in that because it's so important. So important. For sure, for sure. So, what would be the one thing that you'd like to leave our listeners with that you'd like them to know about your business? So there are a lot of fantastic dance studios out there. And, you know, if you're looking for, you know, a studio, you have a lot of different options. 
I can confidently say, and I'm lucky enough that people have told us this, we want everyone who walks through the door to feel welcomed, no matter what. And we really, really do feel like a family, especially surviving COVID was a huge, huge obstacle for us. And the kids that were with us during COVID and are still with us, the way they all came together during that time and were supporting each other through the studio during that time, it really just solidified in me what we do every day. And it goes beyond dance and it goes beyond performing and it goes beyond all of that. We've really, I think, helped to create lasting relationships and a real family there. So when people come in, I just want them to feel that. And I think they do when they come into the studio. So that's the main thing. We always say join our dance family and we really, really work to make it feel that way. How can we learn more? Please share your website your contact information. Sure. I know I got you, I got you confused. There's actually, I, I live in Cooper city and right down the road, there's a few dance studios. I thought you were one. Of I them, had a it, feeling, but I grabbed the opportunity uh, anyway. <laughs> so we're, we're, yeah, maybe share your address and Davey, uh, let us know how we can sure. learn more and reach you guys. Sure. So we're right off state road 84 and 136 Avenue. We're um, just, I usually tell people we're just down the street from Ikea. Because everybody knows where oh, Ikea is. I know. I used, to, <laughs> yeah, I used to live right down the road behind uh, the Bonaventure Church in that neighborhood, in one of those neighborhoods back there. Oh, okay. Now, yeah. Yeah. Now yeah. it's starting to click. I remember I, I've driven by yes. a, a thousand times. Yes. So I know exactly where you are. Probably. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So we're online. Our uh, website is dancetta.com. And we, you know, can be reached by phone. We can be reached by email. All of our contact information is on our on our website. And we're there every day, every weekday, starting at three o'clock and all day on Saturdays. That's our big, big dance day. So anytime anyone is interested in stopping by or reaching out, we offer a free trial class to anyone who wants to come in and try out a class from two years old on up. Very cool. And we, we will, of course, link in the description below to all of your contact information. Meredith, Thank you so much for joining us today. It was truly a pleasure getting the opportunity to meet you and learn about your business and your backstory and all that you're doing for a great community. So again, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much. That's our pleasure. And thanks to our listeners for tuning in. And we will catch you next time. Everyone have a wonderful day. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast, Cooper City. To nominate your favorite local business, to be featured on the show, go to gnpcoopercity.com. That's gnpcoopercity.com or call 954-231-3170.